Hi there, welcome to another episode of the Enenco podcast. I'm Jordan Rassas, the head of new business here at Enenco. And today I'm again joined by Stuart Lee, our Associate Director for Procurement. Afternoon, Stu. Hi, Jordan. How are you? How's things? Not too bad. It's still a very difficult time out there, so we're very busy, but we're making good progress. Absolutely. So today, I think one of the purposes of the the podcast today is we we thought it really crucial to give our listeners a, a further update on what we've seen happening in the energy market over the last couple of months. I think more importantly, it's 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 key for us to give a sense as to what might happen as we move into the autumn and, and then into the winter of this year. And also, of course, we'll outline what advice we've been giving to our customers to deal with the challenges ahead. So, Stuart, without me talking much much further the last time we spoke i think we were saying that in short we thought we might be heading to a low point in the market cycle uh, has that come to fruition how's it worked out and and effectively what do we see now happening for the rest of the year well it has worked out uh, which is uh, which means that the analysis we've done uh, has been on the mark if we cast our mind back a little bit further last summer we were dealing with crazy high prices. The prices dropped a bit as we moved uh, through December. For most of this year, prices have generally been flat, but they've drifted down. As you say, when we last did one of these, we were talking about the fact that we may be heading to that low point and we signalled it might be a good buying point. The, The reason we were talking about that was that there was a very strong price support level and we were very uncertain that prices could go beneath that. In the last few weeks, what we've seen happen is that price support level has been tested. Prices moved down just below it, but immediately they rebound and they rebounded quite strongly as well. The reason for it is that at the moment, both UK and Europe are reliant upon imports of LNG. But as we know, we also compete against Southeast Asia, China in particular, on LNG. So when the price went to the current low levels, it meant that LNG shippers were better off shipping that over to China rather than Europe. So the reaction of the market was we still need that gas coming into UK, Europe. And so we had to increase the price uh, that uh, we were willing to pay to land it. So that's why we saw that increase. The increase itself, once prices start to to happen, quite often they gain momentum of their own right. And I think we started to see that momentum come back. For me, the big thing about it is that it's a very big reminder given the sharpness of that price move and how much it has moved in such a short period of time that the problems in the market are not that far away. Volatility in the market is still extreme. And we may have had an easy run for a few months, but we shouldn't get lulled into that false sense of of security that everything is okay and will continue as uh, we'd got used to in those uh, months. Yeah, so effectively, a lot of the issues that we saw last year could could still be um, around in, in today's market. So, what what in terms of the the advice that we've been giving to our customers? What's been the overall advice in terms of approach to to this market? Then, yeah. So, I, I think the point you made in your question there it's really important because the problems of last year haven't gone away. 
they've just got a bit better. Um, and we've been talking to our clients about the new world. So in the old world, people knew what a competitive price was. Unfortunately, we're not going to see those price levels over the next few years. And we've been helping our clients understand what those price levels may be and how long uh, they may be in, in force for. We've also been talking to them about the risks in the market as well. So um, the, the way we've described it to people is how much could the market go down? Well, the market, if it's uh, near 100 at the moment, then uh, the market may go down to about 100. So there's a marginal benefit, that strong support level. But where could the market go up to? If we look back to last summer, then the forward price for this period is 450. So in, in terms of risk reward, your, your reward is virtually zero at the moment, but the risk is uh, substantial. And so we've been helping our clients understand that these prices probably do reflect good value for the new world. And it's a good time uh, to uh, be looking at hedging or looking at contracting. And also be aware of the risk. So if you hold, if you, if you don't make that active decision, uh, then you expose your business to the heights potentially of the market that we saw last year. Okay. Yeah, cheers, Joe. And one thing that, that crosses my mind, a lot of our customers are comfortable in the sense that they don't have um, fast approaching renewal dates. They may have already hedged, they may have already contracted. But some of the listeners, some of our non-client listeners will be fast approaching renewal dates, maybe even renewals that are due this year as soon as October. So maybe even three, four months down the line. So if I'm sat here as a listener with a with an energy contract that's due to begin it or that needs to begin in October this year, does my approach potentially need to change? Is there anything I need to be paying attention to? Um, you know, what's the sort yeah. of feel in that respect? I guess you're right to split it into two groups. So there's uh, those clients that got immediate renewals, and then we can cover afterwards those clients um, whose renewals a bit later. If we look at what might happen in the market over the next few months. I think that really helps us understand what we should do and when we should do it. So we've described how at the moment prices are near the low and they're offering good value. If we look at what typically happens in the market in September, then we generally see a price spike in September. The reason we see a price spike is that the uh, retail buyers often contract in September, so there's a lot of buying pressure at the time. The market then in October may dip a little bit because it's um, not yet cold, so we've got full supply, but we've not got full demand. But then when we head into winter, we're at the mercy of the market, the weather and everything um, may change. So the buying opportunity has to be before September. Normally, people would have uh, said, oh, I'll, I'll go out and I'll make a buying decision. Uh, I'll go out and contract. And it, it may have taken them a week or so to do that. The problem we're seeing in the market at the moment is that suppliers are being very cautious about who they contract with and when they contract. So the, the contracting process from their side is much longer in terms of making the decision, but also they have to go through a, a much more rigorous credit assessment process as well. Not all suppliers quote all the time either. So 
if you're seeking to contract and have something in place by September, then you really need to have contracted by uh, mid to late August. And to have done that, you need to have started the process probably by the end of June at the latest. So the buying window, although it's a few months, the, the supplier contracting side of it will shrink that window, uh, which means that the action is probably more urgent than it has been in previous years. Yep, it's more like a, a couple of weeks. And for the for the users that don't necessarily, so maybe the second half of, of the tranche, what, what would their sort of approach be? So they don't have a renewal pending this year? Yeah, so normally we have talked to clients about the market cycle. We identified the bottom of uh, the cycles in uh, 2016, 2020. We, we had a conversation with them and were able to persuade them that it was the right time to contract, contract for four or five years, the duration of the cycle, and to put in place a strategy that protects uh, those very low price levels. The difficulty this year is that uh, the prices we're seeing at the moment are 100, uh, whereas previously there may have been 40 something. Uh, and therefore, it does require more persuasion. I think the key thing for us is that we do think that we're potentially at the bottom of the current market cycle and that prices will increase from this point. What happened in 2022 could happen in 2023. We got away with it in the winter of 22 to 23 because the weather was very mild, so demand was very low. Also, China was in lockdown, so their demand was very low. And that meant that demand was low, LNG was flowing into UK and Europe and flowing at a decent price because the uh, demand wasn't there in China. This winter, would we see another very mild winter Possible, but maybe not probable. Will we see much higher demand for LNG from China? Yes. So the, the pricing dynamics over this winter will be very different and possibly much harder than 22. Last winter, we didn't use storage gas, and that's the reason prices are so low at the moment in this summer. But if we are fighting for LNG and there is greater demand, we are going to use that storage gas. And that then means that the, the pricing in future years will follow uh, the current pricing as well. So there is a real risk of uh, prices going up and going up uh, significantly and for it to affect future years. It is a very volatile market and you can't say for certain what may happen, although you know we've called uh, events well so far. I think the most dangerous thing to do, though, is to do nothing. So if, if there's a, a high possibility that something bad could happen to prices, not taking an action is worse than taking an action at a decent price level, and maybe next year prices are a bit lower. Uh, so again, Organisations should be really aware of the risk they're taking and making sure that they're making the right decisions for them. Okay, understood. Excellent. So thanks for that, Stu. I think our our main takeaways from today then, first of all, from from an energy market perspective, a lot of what could have gone in the market's favour has, and as such, we we said we might be entering the low point. Prices are now, we believe, near that low point, offering good value. 
for the users that may be listening with a with an imminent renewal, i.e., contracts that are due in the next two to three months, you know, be aware of. <coughs> pardon me. Be aware of the contractual challenges that come with September um, and then obviously once you move out of September you're in the winter and everything could change so certainly the buying up is 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 this side of, of the end of June realistically we understand that suppliers are becoming extremely cautious now in terms of the new clients they take on and the amount of time it actually takes to contract with with the new clients they take on and and finally even those listeners with with non-imminent contractual renewals there is still sense now in looking at those those future years because we're at the the low point of this this buying cycle is that a, a fair summary uh, for me jordan exactly now, now's the time uh, for people to consider acting brilliant thanks very much Stuart. cheers thanks jordan <laughs>